Hello, and welcome to Dream Leapers Inspiration. I'm your host, Harriet Cole. As always, honored to be with you today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy that we choose to come together once a week to make the commitment to look for the highest, to choose to be inspired, to begin our day, or to tap into the middle of our day, even the end of our day, deciding that we deserve a moment to be inspired. And why not choose to be inspired with a community of people who can do it together? Because we are connecting virtually now and have been for almost a year, which is kind of hard to believe, you know, the, the blessing of that is that we can connect to people wherever we are, that we are in this space together. If you have an electronic device that can get on Wi-Fi, and I say if because not everyone has that opportunity, but many of us do, and if you do have that, then you have the opportunity to connect in this way. And people connect for all kinds of reasons, right? Sometimes, just like if it was just your telephone, they connect to commiserate over things that are not going well. They connect to point the finger and talk about someone or something. They connect to zone out and, uh, or, or you know, entertain themselves in whatever ways that they choose. But what we do right here with Dream Leapers Inspiration is to choose to connect to like-minded people who want to be inspired to leap into their dreams, to do the very best that they can for their lives. And so I thank you for making that commitment week after week after week. I'm pretty sure I started doing these broadcasts in April because it was it was early COVID. And, you know, with, with all the vaccinations that are coming out now, we are hopeful that we've turned a corner and sooner rather than later, we'll get to actually be together to hug each other, which we so long to be able to do. And to have that communion of uh, that humanity needs so much to actually be with each other. But when everything shut down, it was right before my birthday. It was um, my birthday's March 14th. It was, I believe, March 12th when everything shut down. And we were told to go home. A few weeks after that, because it was in April that I believe I started doing these Dream Leapers Inspirations because I was feeling isolated, feeling like, oh man, how do we, how do we stay connected and stay uplifted? And I had the thought, well, let's make the effort to connect to like-minded people. And so in the beginning, I was doing broadcast every single day, uh, well, five days a week. And then we did it two times a week, and now we are at one time a week. And then we can kind of, you know, contemplate whatever the uh, inspiration is for the week and spend a week with it. And that is why in 2021, we are having one a week. It was a conscious choice, a conscious choice 
on my part to commit to once a week so that we would have time to spend with the inspiration and really go as deep as we can. So today's inspiration is about commitment. I am inviting all of us to actually commit to whatever it is that we say we want to do with our lives. Why would I say that? Aren't we already committing because we're being here together? Yes, we are. So we should give ourselves credit for making the commitment to come together in this way once a week. But also, you know what I want to say? I want to say that commitment, to commit to something is to put your full intention there, to stick to it. It is not fleeting. To commit to something is to make a decision that you make over and over and over again. And I often, you know, I do a lot of interviewing of interesting people, some well-known people, some unsung heroes, but people who are living their dreams. This is what I do on other platforms. And I've been interviewing people for years. And often, if you've been to an event and you see there are people on the stage, right? I could be on the stage interviewing other people or we're in conversation. There's an audience. So very often when there's a separation between the people on the stage and the people in the audience, there is a misunderstanding. And I've heard it. So that's why I can tell you, I'm sure that it happens for a lot of people. You hear these stories of, of triumph, of success, of overcoming whatever the odds might have been for the people in conversation. And sometimes, even as people are inspired in the audience, sometimes I hear people say, some more times than I feel comfortable, I hear people say, oh, well, they're different. Especially if it's somebody who's a so-called celebrity, oh, well, you know, that person's rich, that person's a celebrity. Really? Why do you think that if a person is a celebrity, whatever, you know, meaning, a person known to us because of the work or life that that person is leading, that that person is somehow so different from you and that that person can accomplish something that perhaps you can't. That's what I want to get at. For those of us, because all of us may find ourselves at some point feeling, and maybe it's envious of another who has accomplished so many things, overcome tremendous odds, or even who seems to be on a silver platter, so to speak. And, and everything seems easy for that person, which usually isn't true, but perception, right? When you find yourself having that thought, having that feeling that somebody else, the person on stage, the person on camera, the person who's known to the public, better known than you, when you have the feeling that that person is somehow better than you because that person reached a certain level, I want you to know that usually the difference between that person and you is about commitment. Think about it. Usually the person who has accomplished a tremendous amount 
has worked very hard at it. Even if it was behind the scenes, nobody knew. And guess what? Even for people who are legacies, that their parents, their grandparents paved the way, even for them, even for the people who we assume were born, were of the manner born, born with a silver spoon, all those different sayings that exist, which could be true. People are born into very different circumstances, all kinds of circumstances. Sometimes people are given more open doors than others of us. But still, to be successful, once that door is open, requires stick-to-itiveness, requires work, requires effort, consistent effort. It really does. And if you, if, if you question that and, and consider, well, I just haven't reached whatever made my dreams come true. I haven't had the chance to do that because of A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Some of those things may be true. Life is difficult for every single one of us. But if you allow yourself to sit back and, and stew in this thought that you're different from other people, you have less, and therefore you can't make something happen, I want to challenge you and say, maybe you haven't committed all that you have within you, with every cell of your being, with all the creativity that you can muster, maybe you haven't committed all of that to your dream. Is that possible? Could it be that you are a part-time dreamer? You dream about something every now and then and say, oh, I have to work on it right now. Oh, I meant to do that last week. Oh, I said I was going to do this and I got busy. Oh, I got distracted. Oh, my responsibilities are too great. I fell asleep. I'm too tired. All of these things could be true, by the way. The reality of your life could be that whatever your dream is that you've outlined, and, and especially if you have the big dream, but you haven't broken it down into manageable components, you could look at that big dream and go, oh my God, I can't do that. I, I, I don't even have time to think about that. That's too big. And then I'll, I'm tired. Like I had a friend who would get overwhelmed by the big ideas and she would say, I, I, I'm going to take to my bed, literally. And I would like arm wrestle her verbally. Come on. No, don't take to your bed. Let, work on it. Let's work on it. I'll help you. Let's, let's cheerlead each other. And if it felt too big and she hadn't broken it down into manageable parts, she literally would get in the bed and pull her head, uh, pull the covers over her head. Guess what? Her dream did not manifest because if you don't do the work, it is not going to manifest. The people whose dreams come true are the people who commit to making them come true. That's the big difference between whoever you look at as incredibly successful and whoever you look at as not as successful. Now, I'm going to say it's commitment and grace. Without 
God's grace, however you understand God, I really don't think that these amazing um, blessings come our way. But God's grace is always there. You just have to open your eyes and see it and honor it. And when you do that, it's what, what I was taught, that the two wings of the bird, self-effort and grace. And with self-effort and grace, the bird can fly. Without the two, the bird can't fly. Grace is always there. Is self-effort there? Is your effort there? Your commitment to work on whatever that is? This is the challenge. It's about commitment. You know, I've been talking a lot about fitness because sitting on this stool <laughs> is not the way to get fit. And so I have taken many steps that are part of my commitment. I think I told you I did this cleanse in January, which I didn't love because it was a bit extreme, but what it did was to get me more aware of my choices. And one of those choices, well, one of the requirements of this cleanse was no sugar, no processed food, no added anything, no added salt, all kinds of things. But what it made me see, because I committed to doing that for one month, was that I snacked on things that weren't healthy enough. I didn't think about it. I thought it was a really healthy eater, but I snacked on the wrong things. So now we don't buy those things, so they're not in the house. Check. I had already committed several months ago to working with a virtual trainer. All I have to do is get up, turn on the computer, and I have one-on-one -on -one coaching class. Amazing. And I've been doing it for several months now. And then, and my sister in Baltimore, Stephanie, uh, is also doing it. So we buddy with each other. Commitment. What we just added is on days that we aren't working out with our trainers, we commit for two more days that we are both going to work out. Not together, but we just are going to do it. And we tell each other that we did it. Commitment. Why do I tell you what I'm doing? Because examples are helpful. All of us, if we're lucky enough to be working during this extended period of quarantine, are sitting, looking at a screen for a long time. And I, you know what? I used to, when I wrote my first book, which is now 27 years ago, I was typing like crazy. I am an excellent typist. I type about 90 words a minute. I was, I could type almost as fast as I think. So I was typing away, not resting because I was writing this book while I was working at Essence. So not at work, in the evenings, on the weekends, typing away, writing away. And I got carpal tunnel. And then I couldn't type at all. And when I went to the doctor, this is, all those years ago, I was taught that you have to be disciplined and balanced. And so every 20 minutes, you're supposed to take your hands away. You know, there are all kinds of arm exercises that I learned in order to regain my ability to type. Well, after you get carpal tunnel, you remember to take those hands away. If not every 20 minutes, certainly less than an hour. But the sitting... I wonder if any of you have had this experience sitting. Oh, my gosh. Did I stand up? When did I stand up? My watch tells me to stand up. 
every hour. Uh, do I always do it? I do now, but early COVID, I was just so grateful to be working that I, was, oh, I don't have to stand up. And then if you don't take care of yourself, you don't have the commitment to taking care of yourself, bad things happen. Just as a fact, you guys. And so I share with you what I'm doing because maybe it will inspire you to make whatever commitment you need to make. I see my friend Wendell is on here. And Wendell, thank you for showing up just about every time we do a broadcast. Many of you do, and I really appreciate that. I remember asking um, a couple months ago what you all did for fitness. And Wendell told me that he does yoga. Yoga is so good. And anybody of any age can do it. I now incorporate yoga, hatha yoga into my exercise routine. Uh, and, you know, it, it makes you limber. So as we mature, we need to make sure that our bodies are limber. It helps our brains to be active. Why am I saying all this? Commitment exists on many levels. It must include how we take care of the, the vessel that we are blessed to inhabit, right? Because if the vessel isn't taken care of, pretty much we don't have the luxury to commit to a dream. And, and so we got to commit to this body first. All right. You know, I did find a um, quote. I found so many quotes about commitment. Oh, my gosh. It, it, I, okay. Let's go with this one. I might give you more than one. They're great inspirational quotes about commitment. Here's one from Abraham Lincoln. So I thought, thought that would be great. There's a lot of uh, talk and exploration about Abraham Lincoln these days. My daughter's been studying him in school. Controversial president, by the way. But anyhow, here we go. Commitment is what transforms a promise into a reality. Commitment is what transforms a promise into a reality. Think about it. Even when you promise yourself something. So shouldn't it be that the most sacred promise is what you tell yourself? What you promise yourself that you are going to do? Seems like that should be the most precious promise. Usually, we think about the most precious promise being to our family. If you have children, to your children, to your spouse. Then I'm going to say a whole lot of people in the world in which we live today actually have a different kind of promise to their job, to their work. In fact, when we talk about trying to uh, find balance in life, there are people who have become very, very successful in their careers who put work first. And then they go, oh, I didn't pay attention to my family the way that I wanted to, or to my vessel the way I wanted to. I was climbing that ladder. But people, all of us, I believe, understand commitment. And if you look in the different corners of your life, you can identify what have you been committed to. Ask yourself that question. How you know is when you look at these different parts of your life, and you see what, what path have you walked the furthest along?
think about it. What have you spent the most amount of time and effort focused on? Where is that all you planted all kinds of seeds? Where is the seed that has sprouted, that has become a beautiful flower, that has become a tree, that has become a garden? What is that? That's what you focused on. Now, where, where are the dead seeds? Where are the wilting flowers? Those are the things you haven't committed to working on. I want all of us to pay attention to all the aspects of our lives and notice what do we value? What have we cared about? And is that which we've cared about so much in alignment with our intentions? Did you mean to spend all those hours on work and not on something else? Maybe you did. Is it important for you to also commit to something else so that you could create more balance in your world? You know what a lot of people have found during this period of also economic hardship due in large part to the shutdown from COVID, many millions of people have lost their jobs. And there's some industries that have just changed. So you may not be able to go back to the job you had or the type of job you had. What happens and what has happened for people who have lost their work, apart from the economic challenge, what about the self-identity challenge that comes if you were so committed to your work that that became your identity? If you committed all in to a job, to a field of interest and suddenly is gone, who are you? Who, who do you define yourself as if a significant part of your identity is gone? And I work with a lot of people who are in transition because I'm working with people on dreams, right? Cultivating dreams. And I, the people who are often drawn to me are people who are in transition, who are trying to identify what's next. You know, how do I transition from this moment, which may be a moment where I'm uncomfortable, where there's so much opportunity because I may have lost a job, I'm moving back into the workplace, I'm retired and I'm looking to fulfill another aspect of my being. I just finished school and I'm looking to see where am I going to plant my steps so that I'm moving forward with conscious intention. People come to me who are in those many uh, moments of, of transition. And the question that I think we all have to ask ourselves, especially when we're in this experience of transition, is what do I want? What do I need? What is possible for me? And then what am I willing to commit to? Because... Honestly, anything is possible. As big as your imagination, that's how big the possibilities are. Think about it. Elon Musk, who my husband loves and studies, has a space company now. You know, commercial 
trips to space. That's one of the businesses that he has. Why? Because he dreamed it up. His imagination was that big. How about you? How big is your imagination? And what are you willing to commit to in order to manifest whatever your imagination tells you you can do? Commitment is amazing when you think about it. Now, I'm going to go to back to that quote, Abraham Lincoln. Commitment is what transforms a promise into a reality. How many times have you made a promise that you didn't keep? And how did it feel? I started with promises to ourselves. What have you promised yourself that you didn't do? And I'm not asking that so you can beat yourself up. I'm asking because you're, you can give yourself the opportunity to change that. And then look at the other promises that you've made. Have you ever made a promise to someone and you were so busy that you didn't remember to follow up on it? I've done that. And it is a terrible feeling. You just don't, you didn't remember at all. You're like, oh, I said I was going to do something. I didn't follow up. In that moment, you can make an adjustment. In that moment, you can fulfill the promise. You can call and apologize. I'm so sorry. This slipped my mind. Uh, and now here I am to make good on whatever I promised. That's a way to at least attempt to fix a situation in the moment. But even more, I want us to sit back and think about what are we promising? Do you promise things that you really do not have the bandwidth to complete or not interested in completing? Feel guilty, therefore you say yes. Feel that maybe you are a yes person. You don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Do you make promises that your unconscious mind is saying, make that promise. But you're, if you were conscious in the moment, you would go, uh-uh, I don't want to commit to that. Do you do that? We've heard this so often, but no is a complete sentence. And it's actually often kinder to say no than to agree to do something that you're not going to do. And, and so in the space of commitment, it's important for you to understand what your boundaries are, what your capabilities are, what your capacity is to complete a task. And if you do that, you set yourself up for success. You set yourself up to have the ability to have a good night's sleep because these ideas aren't swirling around in your head going, oh, I didn't do that. Oh, I just remembered something else I said I was going to do that I didn't have time to do, wasn't interested in doing, committed to because I didn't want to hurt somebody's feelings. Think about it. It's way better to kindly say no. This is not easy to practice until you start exercising the muscle of compassion for the other person. I have discovered, I've made the mistake of agreeing to do things that I didn't want to do, didn't have time to do. And I I'll give you one example. There, was, there are always people asking me if I can help them edit their books or, yeah. And 
I, I do not really edit people's books. Not that I can't, but I don't have time and it isn't a choice that I have made. But a friend of mine asked me to edit his book. And I, this is years ago, and I, I, I didn't feel comfortable saying no. So I said yes, and I forgot, really. I was super busy at this time working on a gazillion projects, and I saw him. And I, had, I didn't remember, but I saw that his behavior toward me, he was a little bit reserved. And I said hi and kept moving. And later, I had a conversation with him. He was actually dying. I came to see him. And he said, did you notice that the energy changed between us some while ago? And I said, yes, I did. And he said, it's because you hurt my feelings. I asked you to do something for me. You could have just said, I can't do it. But you didn't. You said you would do it, and you never did it. And we, I thought, were better friends than that that cut like a knife. I mean, it was wrong of me. I really forgot. How do you think that made him feel? He's my friend. I forgot something that was so important to him. And so I don't want to make that mistake again. It would have been kinder for me to say, I'm so happy that you wrote a book. Congratulations. I, I cannot help you with it right now. I'm so busy, I don't have time, and I don't want to promise something to you that I can't fulfill. That would have resolved it. It would not have created the space for hurt feelings that lasted for years, and I wasn't even fully aware of it, but he was. I don't want to make mistakes like that again. And so I'm sharing it with you to say, make promises that you can keep. Abraham Lincoln says that a successful, that success comes from committing to those promises. Don't promise things that you don't want to promise. Promise what you want to fulfill, what you have the capacity to fulfill. It will make it easier for you to sleep at night. It will make your life fuller and the lives of the people that you touch fuller. It creates space for happiness and peace. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, making promises that I haven't fulfilled, it hurts me. I don't know if I could say more than the other person because that's hard to gauge, but certainly equal to that person's pain. I don't want to create pain at all. I don't want to be the one creating pain or discomfort for anyone. And I bet you don't either. So promise and follow through on the promises that you consciously believe are valuable and that you have the ability to follow through on. Otherwise, say no. I'm so sorry, I can't do that. You could even say, I don't want to do that. And that's okay. It may sound hard and harsh right now. It's not. What's much harsher and harder for people to accept and still love you and welcome you is if you say you're going to do something, you don't do it. 
All we have is our word. And that includes giving ourselves our word. The promises that we make to ourselves should be the most important ones. And we should figure out how to follow up on them, whatever they are. And with compassion, if you make a mistake, if you don't fulfill a promise, it doesn't mean you beat yourself up. It means that you realign so that you can do better in the present moment. Today, this week, we're focused on commitment. Choose something. It could be one thing. Choose one thing that you're going to commit to doing and then do it. Uh, today, do it tomorrow. Commit to creating the discipline of following up on whatever that promise is that you make for your life. Choose one thing, commit to it, and watch it blossom as you pay attention to it. Watch the grace swoop in and support your commitment. When that happens, you just feel so good. Grace comes when you put forth the effort. And if you have your eyes open, you can notice it, you can feel it. It feels so good. So invite grace by making your own self-effort. Write it down, follow up. Treat yourself well by committing to the promises that you believe are important in your life. Okay, I, I know you heard me. Now it's time to take action. Are you all ready to take action? I hope so. And write it. Tell me on the Dreamly Presents Inspiration uh, page. Let me know what you're committing to doing and how you're going to do it. Until next time, have a great day and make it count. Namaste.